Are you a starseed? Do you have a mission here on earth? Do you sometimes struggle to fit in? You're in the right place. Join me and special guests as we share our personal stories as Galactic Ground Crew here on Becoming Iris. Welcome back, everybody. Today, I am excited to have a special guest who I'm also fortunate to have as a dear friend of mine, Kelly Dalby. So Kelly is a somatic therapist. She is a intuitive guide. She works with women, runs retreats. She's a holistic counselor. She does many things. And I was fortunate enough to meet Kelly as a participant on one of her retreats. And since that time, I've gotten to know her and we've collaborated and done different things together. But I'm really excited to have you on the show, Kelly, on my podcast. So thank you for being here. Welcome. Me. And I'd love for you to share in your own words a little bit about what it is that you're currently doing, what's, you know, about your offerings, the work that you do, what's present for you at the moment. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. And I am so excited to be here. We've had many interweavings over the last few years and uh, yeah, it's a real pleasure to be here. In fact, I had been invited to to share my journey or a few people suggested that I share my journey and none of them really felt right. But as soon as you mentioned this podcast and this journey and it really felt aligned for me. So thank you for having me here. So I, yeah, I consider myself, I find it hard to label myself as any one thing because I do draw upon many modalities and currently I would say that, yeah, I work uh, predominantly with women in the field of mental health and somatic therapy. A, A lot of women that come into my space have come from some kind of experience or history with trauma and so that is a real, yeah, a real passion of mine to support those who have been navigating something challenging to help them hold space for themselves, to help them unravel that and to feel really safe in the process of doing that. I run women's retreats, I run day retreats, and they have evolved with me over the years to actually be far more than that. I feel that those retreats are actually giving back to the land that we end up gathering on. So that's been part of the evolution of that, those retreats, those, yeah self-healing retreats that have come to be and it is a real giving back to the land that we meet on. Thank you. And I guess one of the the things that I'm really interested to know is about people's evolutionary journey. So I'd love you to share about your personal journey of how you came to be doing the work that you're doing and maybe just if you could go back to the time where maybe before you really had this awareness and knowledge and how that all transpired for you yeah it's been an interesting life of many lifetimes within the one life and it's a funny story to or to look back on this timeline that I've traveled upon and even these timelines that I've jumped along the way I was a it was my dream to be an air hostess and so I I became an air hostess and then I I ended up having my own experience with trauma sexual trauma and it was actually through that journey and the horrific treatment that I received through these different practitioners and alternative therapists that I actually reached out to that I realised there wasn't really anyone or any type of modality that existed at that time that could support me in the way that I needed and 
thankfully my mum, she yeah, was very alternative in her thinking and, and would take me to Reiki practitioners or sound healing sessions or thought field therapy seminars and, and we both ended up doing a lot of that training together and <clears throat> it, yeah it was that's where the journey began I suppose with realizing that I didn't feel supported through my own trauma and almost having the I remember my GP back then really belittling me and shaming me and for I think I was in my early 20s at that time to be in such a vulnerable position and, and actually have the courage to to ask for help and be shamed in that way was really quite eye-opening to me when I'd been brought up with so much support. And I went on to become a personal trainer, which was supporting people in a movement perspective. And that quite quickly turned to more holistic movements. That was my fascial movement or what my lecturer called spatial medicine. And I loved that because it really was my first encounter into feeling myself in my own space. In fact, I'll never forget standing there in my Pilates teacher training, the myofascial movement training, and the lecturer said, just close your eyes and feel yourself in your own space. And up until that point, I had never heard anything so beautiful in my whole life. I was like, I have a space? (laughs) That's so beautiful. Like it was actually such a, yeah, that memory has stayed with me for a really long time because it's such a precious memory to to have actually been invited there but also to experience myself in that way and from there my studies turned into holistic counseling mind body medicine and somatic therapy and, and trauma therapy for years after that so yeah it's it was actually quite nice that i started in the movement aspect because now here i am 12 years down the road working somatically with the body through sensation to help people unlock that memory system and intelligence in the body. And so it feels like a big 360. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Kelly. And I actually, I find it interesting that you brought up that one of the, I guess the trigger points for you was this interaction that you had in the medical system with the GP and that then led you on to sort of onto the path that you're on and that during that time your mum was an instrumental person in supporting you because I know that at the moment you're having a journey with your mum and the medical system as well so it feels like like you were saying this this full journey like it feels like a recurring theme so I'd love you to share what you feel comfortable to share about what what's happening at the moment with you and your mum and your journey in the medical system yeah. In fact, I didn't even really see the correlation until I just shared that myself. So it's nice to reflect on that and feel the the weight of that correlation. Yeah, my my mum was diagnosed early onset Alzheimer's, maybe around five years ago. And given the way that she brought me up to look at things holistically and in that through that lens, I knew that she had actually a part of her had chosen to to shut those memories out and we had some practitioners who were very spiritually sensed actually say you there's a part of you that's chosen to do this and it made perfect sense to both of us and so she has manifested this physical condition of shutting down her mind and there's been a lot of ill treatment through the the medical system a lot of no one wants to take responsibility and sadly 
through my own experiences with the medical system over the years, I've lost a lot of faith in that system as a whole. And she's currently in aged care. And I feel that I will end up writing a book about what you're not told before placing your loved ones under that care system, because it's been, yeah, it's been quite horrific. There's been a lot of negligence. And I do want to say that the people who are caring for her directly are absolute angels. And to return to that place and that space under those conditions and the nature of the people that they're supporting that can get aggressive and are lacking cognitive ability to regulate themselves. And it's been interesting, but I do, yeah, I do want to acknowledge them because they are a certain type of person to continue coming back to work in those environments, particularly within a system that is so bound. And yeah, we've been really mistreated by her medical team. And so I have taken it upon myself to, to try and source a new, more aligned team, but we are continually being, we're coming up against a lot of red tape and a lot of systemic barriers. And it's quite, yeah, it's quite disheartening because we find someone along the way that is willing to help us and be a voice or an advocate, but then they're also, there's only so far down the road that they can take us. And yeah, as a family, we're having to really, well, band together and align our own values. And that has been a blessing through this journey is that my entire family is standing alongside me now and we're all seeing through the same lens. And yeah, it's a big journey and it's a it's an ongoing fight, unfortunately. But as you said, my mum was such a pivotal part of my journey. And now I'm really just drawing upon all of the things that she has embedded in me. So while she can't use her voice, I am speaking on her behalf and making sure that the treatment that she receives is, one, the treatment that she deserves, and, two, what is right. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. What's coming up for me, and I've sort of been observing in your story and other people around me is that there seems to be this common theme of people being called to shine a light on different systems, different areas in our society where things have not been working, where things are not in the best interest of people. And like you said, the the individuals that are in those systems, often they are very caring and very beautiful people, but they're often hampered by a lot of red tape, a lot of bureaucracy, processes, systems. You're speaking specifically to the medical system, but I think this applies across the board, that there's lots of systems in our society which aren't functioning as they should. And so... I'm just really interested to know how you feel about all of that. Obviously, you're dealing with something very specific for you and your family, but how do you feel at this moment in time? What keeps you going and what's obviously it's your mum, so you're advocate for your mum, but I just feel like it's part of a bigger picture. So I'd love to get your take on that. Yeah, I've used the the language that this fight has got an energy source of its own and I really do feel that way because it's become almost a full-time job either supporting her in care because there's so many regulations that they can't do what is needed for someone with that condition, unfortunately. I'm either in there helping support or I'm advocating for her or I'm trying to seek legal advice and it's it's exhausting and it's 
emotionally consuming, but I don't have it in me to to quit on this. And I really do feel like this has an energy source of its own. And I've even had beautiful friends say, do you want to choose a different word other than fight? And I reflected on that for a moment and said, no, I, I don't, because the energy that it's grounded in is very intentional and it's an energy of a warrior and it's very, it feels very grounded and it holds a lot of certainty for me and it definitely feels like I've ended up here as part of a mission that I never would have guessed I'd be a part of, but it feels like the most important thing that I'll ever be a part of. And, yeah, I do feel that the questions that I'm having to ask and, yeah, the the way that I'm having to advocate and the questions that I'm having to ask are stirring things up because this system is outdated. The system's outdated and through the last couple of years I'm sure you would have seen that a lot of other systems have been broken down and re-established from the schooling system to the birthing system and it just feels to me as though the aged care system needs to be yeah, unraveled and deconstructed and almost something completely new because our elders, we seem to have lost touch with this connection and this respect for our elders and I'm spending half of every day in this locked ward witnessing things that I cannot unsee and having to be directly involved with things that I cannot unsee and it's horrific to leave someone soiled in their own mess because they are upset about it when they're upset about it because they are in that situation just seems so inhumane to me and yeah it's I really do have a faith that if I can keep tapping into this energy source and keep asking questions and keep inviting others to to find or rediscover their voice and ask for alternative options or ask yeah, is there another way, is there another path we can take or simply say this doesn't feel right for me, I really do trust that if enough of us can show up and, and stand up and, and find the courage to to even just ask a question that we will be heard. And I feel called to to share a memory that came back up for me the other day because it directly relates to this and I I remembered that on a day retreat maybe yeah maybe 5 or 6 years ago and it was this is quite ironic because I predominantly do work with women but for some reason I decided to run a mixed group on this particular day and I think the name of the retreat was called returning to peace I've just remembered this now returning to peace and I had each person stand and form a circle and I passed this twine to each person in the group and I wove it through underneath itself so we created this beautiful big spider web that we each were holding two pieces of and I asked one person to really tug on their piece of web and have everyone notice how that impacted the whole dynamic and I had another person just drop their piece of web and walk away from the group, turn their back on the group. I had another person sit down and yank on the string and see how that impacted the whole. And I was grateful that this memory resurfaced for me because it did remind me that even if you feel like you're just one person 
And what would it matter if you spoke your truth or asked a question or if I'm just one person and what on earth could I do on my own? But we're not one person. We're one person within a group. And so our influence impacts that the entire group, the entire collective. And so this feels like a really grand opportunity for us all to step up and show up for our family, show up for our elders, show up for the people because the system needs to be updated. And so that is the message that I really wanted to share today is that your voice does matter. Your space that you're taking up does matter. It's very specifically yours and it's very specifically yours in the exact unique way that you're standing there and and the timeline that's brought you to this moment. So don't underestimate all of these random jobs, like I said, I've had to end up here. Each one of those journeys has provided me with some sort of skill set or experience to to be able to stand here and show up in this way. Yeah. And you've previously shared with me about different examples of where you've spoken your truth or stepped into your courage and then how that's really sparked things in others to do the same. So I'd love you to share a little bit about what's been your experience for you embodying or being courageous and sharing and what the response has been from others and what you've witnessed when you've done that. example that comes to my mind first is, is something that I think we could all embody immediately or practice immediately. And that was something as simple as, as saying to a client, I, I actually, I can't hold space for you today. I'm not in a place to do that. It would be a disrespect to me and a disrespect to you. And I'm really sorry for that. And my client was taken aback, but pleasantly and was like, wow, i really respect that and it was almost like that was her first experience with having someone just offer the pure truth without justification or reasoning and so that yeah I would encourage everyone to start sharing a truth without the comma and without the reasons and the the justifications just whether that be cancelling a plan or saying I just don't have the energy for that today it's really empowering and the more we practice that the more comfortable we become in that Another example of where I have, okay, so this is something that I have noticed for myself in my own journey in the last couple of years is even if I'm not ready to express, verbally express a truth, then making the decision for myself internally actually has the power to jump us to a new timeline. And I speak about timelines a lot, but I really just see them as threads of possibility and there's there's a billion, a trillion, they're unlimited and we can at any time through a simple decision jump from this trajectory that we're on to something completely different through a a decision. And so I remember in the last couple of years being afraid to speak about something and actually deciding in myself, look, I don't know how it's going to look but that is exactly what I would say to a client. We don't need to know how it's going to look, but I'm willing to show up for myself in that moment if it presents itself. And so to be able to make that commitment to myself, even just silently, actually did change the trajectory of that particular experience, which was a relationship experience. And so there's many ways that we can start bringing this into practice, and that's one of them. And also feel that through your demonstration, so let's just say with your journey with the aged care system, medical system at the moment, that 
people within that system when they're seeing you standing up and asking questions and maybe it's like a demonstration of someone being in that frequency, being in their truth, standing up for what's right. And then it does inspire others. Like it almost ripples out and then other people start to do the same thing. And so I think that's very powerful as well. Is there anything that you'd like to share around that? Yeah, it's in in among the most chaotic thing I've ever found myself involved in. There has been many incredible blessings along the way down to the security guard that was allocated to my mum in hospital where they sedated her for 10 days. The security guard was just a beautiful woman and on one of the, the last days that she was there in that hospital, I said to her, I'm actually I'm meant to be going to a, an outdoor cinema tonight, but I just don't feel, feel to step out of this space. And we had not spoken about spirituality or anything along those lines in the week or so she'd been there. But she actually said to me, Kelly, your mum is a channel. And if you are distressed, she is distressed. So go and enjoy your movie. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what a blessing that she was allocated of everyone who could have been allocated to to be the security guard in that room. It was her. And you're right, through standing firm and asking questions and trusting in my myself and my intuition and, and my instinct that says this is not right, the medication that she's been placed on is incredibly dangerous. She should never have been put on that medication and, and now we're being told that she can't come off it. And through choosing to not accept that as the final answer and seeking different pathways, information, doing my own research, but just, and also praying, I've been praying that the right people with valuable information will be placed on my path and it's happening. It's just it's just such a, it seems really contrasting, but also just perfect that we could be in this chaos, but have these miracles taking place every day. And I try to be respectful when I am faced with these conversations with management. And then I make sure that before I step into those spaces that I am very intentional with my words. And, and so I'm, also very transparent in what I'm doing. And I will, I've said to, to the managers, please don't take this personally, but I will be escalating this because something needs to change. And my hope is that it would be better for you and it would be better for every resident in this aged care home and every aged care home anywhere because we need more training. There needs to be an understanding that, well, there seems to be this lack of understanding that symptoms that are occurring through dementia and Alzheimer's are just that where I'm beginning to see that old traumas from my mother's younger life are actually surfacing and I can see that playing out. And so I'm having conversations with the facility management about trauma-informed care and finding articles that speak into this. And if no training is implemented, but every single person under this roof reads this article then they would have a different consideration, a different language, a different understanding of what these people that they're working with and caring for are actually needing and what they're experiencing through that distress is not just their condition, but it's actually an expression of their trauma, an expression of their relational history, of their social history. It's much more complex than being able to label someone as this is what they've got, we'll medicate them, 
and that's it. It's much more complex than that and I have my mum to thank for that, yeah, for that approach to life. But it is, yeah, it is really nice to see that through, yeah, standing in my truth and speaking into that and sharing that, that these people that are involved in the journey are actually beginning to listen, unfortunately not on a management level but, you know, on the ground level they can see what is happening, they can see what is needed, they have genuine care for my beautiful mother and so I'm trusting and praying that good will prevail and there will be a new way. Yeah, and that's something I feel is in different settings that I've experienced myself is that even in very dense environments and places where there is a lot of regulation and bureaucracy and red tape, there are these angels or whatever you want to call them that have this desire to help and that they do, that they're scattered all around. So even seemingly hopeless places, there's people who have this pure heart and they really want to make a difference. And yeah, I feel that's really hopeful because ultimately we came at this time to affect change. And I think that you know, there are, there is this whole team of people. There's this whole team throughout the world that came to change systems that are outdated to change whatever's not working, that we have all the tools and resources. And it's really through people speaking out and then empowering others to do the same or to feel that it's safe to step forward and, or to like when you're role modeling speaking your truth or whatever it is that you're doing that is actually impacting the others around you and that they then feel comfortable or inspired to do the same. So that's one of the main things with this podcast is that I'm hoping that there'll be a story that everyone can resonate with at some different level, or it may be that it's the same type of story, but applied to a different sector or a different industry. Like it may not be to do with medical aged care, but it's something where it's a similar type of theme. And then people are like, oh, I've felt that's not right. I don't feel good about this. And then maybe if I speak out or if I say something, then it, that's, I think the big transit that we're going through and I relate it back to the astrology is to do with this moving into an Aquarian theme of like, it's to do with grassroots and change coming into effect through from the bottom down. Like it's no longer the top down. It's like people at a grassroots level speaking up, making changes in their community, banding together. Like this is how we're going to get things done. We really need to go back to basics and know that we as the people do have the power and that just because there's people at the top who've been saying, having these rules and regulations or saying it has to be a certain way that most of the time, actually, these leaders are answerable to us and it takes us to stand up and to be solid in what we believe in and what we're desiring for that then to change. It's almost like this groundswell. I would love to know, Kelly, like what is your vision for this, for the future that we're moving into for this new earth, if you want to call it that, but where do you see things going? What's your visioning? Before I share that, I'd love to share something that came to mind as you were just speaking then and it was about the the goodness that scattered 
around the system because at the during the final ceremony of the group activation that I ran, which you were a part of, I did ask the women if you could shine your light on one truth for all to see, what would that be? And I actually am in the process of gathering up those truths because I'd like to to share them publicly. But mine was that there are kind hearts scattered in and among every system. And just two days after sharing that truth with these women, I ended up in emergency through one of these unfortunate experiences with aged care and the doctor that we were allocated was incredible and he took me aside and said I resonate with everything you're saying and Kelly this is a part of the brave new world that we're working towards and I was just I'm I experience miracles daily and and this is just part of my my daily life but I'm constantly blown away that in the middle of that system on that day and all the chaos and that it was him that we ended up being allocated and yeah we are there are many people on the ground that are moving towards this this new earth and it's an honor to be a part of it and yeah so I wanted to share that because there are a lot of people doing things for the wrong reasons now there are a lot of people impacted by the regulations and the rules but I have to believe that and I was born with this faith that anyone can change at any time and and that we can change over and over as many times as we need to and someone that says absolutely not this is not happening on these premises to do a complete 360 two weeks later and say it's time that you will listen to that's what I think it's time you will listen to for me I hold that faith and I know how quickly we can jump from one timeline to another just through being inspired by someone or witnessing something with our own eyes and and so my vision for this new earth is that we trust ourselves, is that we trust those subtle senses that we can only recognise when we quieten down or slow down, but trust what you are feeling because if something doesn't feel right, there's a reason for that and it is our responsibility upon feeling that to support that. And so whether that relates to ourselves or our loved ones or our community or the collective as a whole, we hold so much power and I'm talking about power in a really grounded and for the greater good sense and to everyone we've crossed in this journey I have said this countless times that my mum's literally whisking her way through aged care the local hospital the mental health unit like and she's creating an impact because and she's carrying me along with her it's quite I can laugh about this because I've done a lot of crying about this but I see us as warriors traipsing through these these systems and in fact during the last eclipse I really wanted to to be outside but this was another trip to the hospital and it wasn't until the next day that I was reflecting on where was I at that time and I was in the middle of the most chaotic part of the medical system anchoring in that eclipse energy so I think this is just perfect and yeah I hope that every person will trust their own senses and that they will find the courage to ask the questions or they will be the person to call upon the community because the community there is someone that you can become connected to that knows a different language to use or knows how to work with the rules and regulations 
and we have to trust that there are people out there who want to support us and that have the capacity and the ability to support us. And I really do believe that we will form a new way. That's beautiful. Thank you. Is there anything else that you would like to share at this time? Any final words of wisdom or like perhaps people that are listening to this podcast and and feeling like something stirring inside them? Is there anything that you would like any advice that you would give or any final words of wisdom? Yeah, actually when mum was sectioned under the Mental Health Act and sent up to Bentley, I had this strong urge to write an article and I thought, I questioned myself and I questioned if that would cause trouble and so I asked I asked a few people close to me to proofread this and see if I needed to make any changes before, before putting it out to the public and then someone suggested sleeping on it and then my grandmother who's in another realm said, do it. And so I thought, well, I'm not questioning my grandmother so I, I put it out there and a lot of people contacted me and said me too and they've had their own encounters in the medical system they've had grandparents go through the aged care system and I've met nurses in the emergency department who have said this was happening five years ago and you must step forward and put in a complaint about this I've had ambulance officers come to me and say you have to keep fighting this is not right and so people within the system are coming to me and asking me to speak up and whatever reason you are dealing with the medical system, whether it's as someone suffering ill health or you're a voice for your loved one, trust yourself and if you don't feel aligned with your practitioner, choose another one. We are not bound to these practitioners who wish to handball us around the system, who wish to take no responsibility and I'm calling in medical practitioners who want to advocate for us and there are amazing advocates out there and so if anyone is travelling down this road and they need to be put in touch with advocacy or they need some guidance on what questions to ask or where to ask those questions then please reach out because I truly do believe that we are all just walking one another home and we're travelling down the same path by many different routes and there's a reason why we have these experiences and that is so that we can support someone else, even if it's to, to stand beside them as they navigate that or to role model strength or to role model coming out the other side of that fire. But please don't feel like you are bound to that one pathway or that you are bound to that one practitioner it's the same as a relationship you need to feel aligned and I think particularly our uh, parents generation have put an unfortunate amount of faith in the medical system which being a medicine woman myself I'm sure that there was a time where we could put full faith in the medicine people but there's been so many specialized areas that have branched off from the one doctor that no one wants to take responsibility there's there's very few people that will step beyond yeah the systemic rules to help a human but I'm finding that I am attracting good people and people who 
can see this horrific experience for what it is and that it's not right and that my mother deserves better but our elders deserve better. And I I know that there are people down here in Bustleton that are working to buy land and, and create a, a farm type of dynamic for aged care and more compassionate, client-centred, trauma-informed villages, if you like. So there are people who are working hard behind the scenes and how would we know how to find them unless we, how would they know how to find us if we didn't speak up? I only know that these women exist because I had the courage to, to share that article that I wrote and now I'm aware that there's at least three of us who are trying to create a new way and countless medical practitioners in the hospital that are telling me to keep fighting. You have to keep fighting. And they, and that gives me hope. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing your story. And I hope that, yeah, you and your whole family, especially your mother, get a good outcome. It feels like yeah, you've got that really good support team around you and I'm sure that there'll be challenges along the way, but I hope that she gets all the help that she needs and, yeah, everything flows for you. If people would like to contact you, how can they do that and what are some of the things that you will be offering in the near future? Hmm. So people can head to my website, which is kellydolby.com.au and all of my upcoming offerings are on there. I've got a day retreat in Yelling Up coming up in June, a winter day retreat. I've also got a retreat for women in Denmark in October. So that's our spring edition in Denmark. And, yeah, all of my offerings are on my website there and all of my one-on-one sessions can be either in person or accessible from anywhere in the world, which is the, the beauty of the age that we're in. And, yeah, I work with girls as young as 10 and, yeah, predominantly work with women but moving into work with couples and relationship alignment too, that's something that's of interest to me as well is the um, relational impact of trauma. So that's something that I've been immersing myself in for the last couple of years and something that I really think is of value to all of us because we're in relationship with absolutely everyone we're crossing paths with. So this is, yeah, part of my contribution to the this new earth that we're moving towards. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. And I'd like to having you here. honour my beautiful mother before we finish and actually just share that along this journey I've constantly communicated with her spirit as how we need to go about this and to the point where I yeah, asked her recently, like, make yourself clear. Like, make yourself clear in my dream tonight. Let me know which way we need to go with this. I don't have the energy to be guessing, so it needs to be clear. And she spoke to me all through my dream space and said, question the medication. And so that is what set me on this path. And so, yeah, trust yourself and and trust your intuition and ask for support from this realm and other realms, because we have got so much support around us at the moment. And part of my work is, is supporting women in accessing that and strengthening their ability, their natural ability to work in that way. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Kate. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to click subscribe to be notified of new episodes as they're released. And if you would like to show your support for the podcast, please leave a review of what you've enjoyed. 
and any donations are also much appreciated. You can follow me on Instagram at Becoming Iris Podcast and stay up to date with all of my offerings, including one-on-one sessions, courses, and retreats. I hope you'll join me next time on Becoming Iris for more Starseed Stories.